Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. It's a day off, motherfuckers! (laughs) Good day, good day, five gold! Make it to the end of the haunted house! And the treasure's all yours. And you are in a miserable cubicle. All three levers up, the crawl space door opens back up. Uh, it's about a three foot crawl space, and you crawl 10 or 15 minutes. A lot of crawling. <laughs> it's a pretty long time. And you find you're back at the entrance to the haunted house. I can't believe he's trapped us in another fucking place. It's all I'm going to say. In another maze. We're in another fucking maze is what we're doing. It just never ends with this guy. So you enter into a, a new chamber and there are three chests. Go to the gold one and I investigate it. Not this one. Why not? I think there's snakes in there. Oh. Good call. Hey. And inside the oak chest springs an animated giant skeleton. Thea is going to cast Eldritch Blast on this motherfucking bony skeleton bitch. You let forth three Eldritch Blasts and they strike into the skeleton, welling up with this magical energy and explode the skeleton across the room. Thea, I feel like, do you do you want this ring in this box? Like, you really, like, blasted the shit out of that skeleton. Yeah, you kind of earned it after that. And I cast Detect Magic on it. You can detect that it is a ring of protection. You all three walk through, the mist envelops you, and you find yourself back at the beginning of the maze. But instead of the stone floor, it has turned back to wood. And you look down, and the three of you are completely naked. Now we're talking. (laughs) Well, there's your three chances. Hope you try again next time, eh? You guys head off, perhaps, into the yawning portal in. You open the door and it's a loud ruckus event going on and you hear, Somebody's gonna get <laughs> Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. We're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast and I'm your Dungeon Master Russ Moore and with me today, all smiles, is Amy Moore. <laughs> I'm trying to bottle up and push down my rage and this is going to help me because I play Thea Amastasia. And Carla Johnson. I'm always trying to bottle up and push down my rage. And I play new Lara Moonbrook. You do it very successfully. <laughs> and finally, Tom Laird. A whole lot of rage here, too. But uh, I think I do a pretty good job of tamping it down. And I play Flint Firebeard. I kind of feel that Carla might be the Hulk. <laughs> oh, That's what I was possible. going for. It's 100% possible. <laughs> my secret is, I'm angry all the time. <laughs> I'm always angry. <laughs> That's the one, not the one that I said. You you wouldn't know from the outside because you look at us four and we're all very, generally speaking, even keeled people. It's true. Really, we're all just. polite Canadians. We just hate life. Just seething. Secretly seething. Lots of stuff. Volcano of anger inside. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know where there's lots of volcanoes of anger? It's over on Patreon. 
I hope that's I not that's true. true. What? I mean, I don't know. Are we I think doing we're a doing an okay job. job? Yeah. Um, she goes to Patreon. Wait, wait for it. You know where there's not volcanoes of anger? Where's Over that? on Patreon. There it is. Oh, good. That's good. And when you're a patron of ours, it's very simple. We dedicate an episode to you. And today's episode is dedicated to Richard Lorenz. Yay, Richard. Oh, Richard. Richie. Uh, Rich? Rick. Rick. Dick? No. I mean, Dick no. is a... I mean... That's true. It is. It is. I've known many know. dicks. Everything he, he like signs, is, it's always Richard. All so, right, Richard. let's go with Richard. Yeah, Richard. no nicknames Yay. for you. No nicknames. You rock. Thanks, Richard. Um, fuck it, let's play D&D. Because I don't have anything let's, else. Let's do it. Nice. Fair. Yeah, let's, let's do this. Get to it. Previously, you guys did some Halloween business. Mm-hmm. Which Horribly. is wrapped up now. I mean, that was kind of the idea, though. Okay. So, Okay, good. I don't yeah. feel so bad. Because what we needed, Russ, was a real lesson in humility after all of our <laughs> incredible all successes. Our successes. <laughs> yeah. We were getting a little full of ourselves. Absolutely. And I was like, God, I wish just at the end, you know, we would just be like shamed and naked. Yeah. Like no, literally, we really, literally we really naked. We burned through that maze so fast that you had to knock us down. <laughs> the hubris, the hubris yeah. in this group, Russ, out of this world. Russ thought the maze True. was going to take us a full calendar year. And it didn't <laughs> quite so. Ugh, exceeding expectations all I mean, over the place. It did take three months, it, so yeah. it took a it took a quarter. It's a crazy amount of time. Listen, of we year. don't have to put measurements on things and use like units, like months. <laughs> I mean, in game, it barely took any time. Exactly. Let's live yeah. that life. Yeah, exactly. Right. So good. Are we going to talk um, about but- level ups? Sorry. But you guys did after that, uh, after the maze, you should have leveled up. And you did. So let's talk about that. What happens at level 13? Well, level 13 feels pretty good. Yep. Not a lot that happens at level no, 13. It's but... kind of just like the Tuesday of levels. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's really hurtful. Uh, yeah. Proficiency bonuses, yeah, proficiency went, up, bonuses though, so went up. So that's actually will be great. Now Flint probably has like a plus 25 to every hit, I would assume. I mean, yeah, probably something maybe. like that. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I got one new spell. <gasps> Me too. That's fine. What'd you get? It's vine related, as almost all of my spells are. It's pretty good, though. It's called Grasping Vine. So I conjure up a vine, and if. Um, it will grab a creature within 30 feet unless they succeed on a deck save, and it will pull the creature 20 feet towards them. Well, that's fun. Yeah, so that's pretty fun. Nice. I also got one. It's a seventh level spell, and it's Firestorm. Ooh. And I get to create 10 foot cubes of fire within 150 feet of me. So I'm just like lighting this place up. I'm glad I went that was first. <laughs> Oh, just wait for me to bring it home, guys. Wait for me to bring it home. I can re-roll a saving throw. I fail. Twice (laughs) now instead of just once. I mean, that's pretty great. It's great, but nothing compared to fucking Firestorm. Yeah, well, uh, until she gets an eighth level spell, I don't know if anything will compare to Firestorm, because that shit's rad. Sounds pretty baller. Yeah, Yeah, I thought Sunbeam was really awesome, and then Firestorm came along, and I'm like, cubes of fire? See you later, I mean, that's like the... that is like one of the sharpest angled 3D shapes there is out there. True. <laughs> uh, yep. 
You raise a valid point. You, yep. Yeah, I do. You guys are just being nice because that hard night. <laughs> I appreciate it. Keep it coming. Russ, did you get any level ups as the DM? Oh, I got a lot of level ups. I'm not allowed to talk yeah. about those level ups, though. Okay. Mm. Extra plus Fuckery. a bajillion to all my rolls. Wow. And okay. Wow. Crit fails don't count for me. Okay. Wow, and... 13th level DM is pretty baller, yeah. <laughs> Pretty badass. That's not the Tuesday, it? that's the Friday. Yep. Oh, no kidding. Well, I mean, they have to, every level has to be good for somebody, so mm. assume. Well, this you know, one's good not, for me. Yeah, I, Firestorm is great. Oh, yeah, but it's not, you know. It's not. It's not, it's not DM. Yeah, 13th wow. It's all right. I'm not jealous, Ooh, it's fine. So, um, no, nothing happened for me. That's it. <laughs> it's really, yeah. People are listening, being like, oh my god, I haven't been Am I supposed to be leveling up? The answer is no. Never listen to Russ. Working through the Dungeon Master Guide, like, where is this section? Russ is just messing with us. Don't worry. Level a man. Yeah, DMs don't get to level up. They do get to create the level of difficulty around the players, though. So, really, it's like I get to level up every day. But you guys, uh, you made it back to Waterdeep. You You went through a little haunted house thing. You went and partied at the Yawning Portal. What happened at the Yawning Portal once you guys left the haunted house there? What did you guys get up to? I ended up making out with some, like, half-elf, half-orc, like, dude, just in the corner. All night. That's great. Good for Thea. Nice. Way to go. Thea was was very excited. Didn't go anywhere beyond that. She had an early morning. Yeah. Well, I mean, Flamekins was really trying to one-up everybody there, so... What did Flamekins get up to? We probably don't want to know. I mean, I saw her at the beginning of the night grinding up against some people who obviously did not appreciate it. Yeah. Um, but then after that, I kind of lost track of her. You know how when when a dog takes its toy and just kind of humps it into submission? Sure, yeah. And oh, we're going to yeah. have to post a video, aren't we? <laughs> Sorry, this is what Paisley does. <laughs> and it's... It is... It is aggressive. vulgar. It is aggressive. aggressive. <laughs> and it is vulgar. It is nothing like you'd expect this sweet little dog to do. It's just horrific. She's not sweet. Um, and what did uh, what did Flint and Nulara get up to there? Um, we must have seen Grug, right? I know Grug, we saw him he- earlier, but I assume we like waited till he wasn't performing and probably like caught up and saw how he was doing, and you know. Filled him in on our latest exploits. So yeah. that he could write songs. Exactly, exactly. And then exactly. they ended up naked in them. <laughs> yeah, maybe not about the haunted house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Grug, Grug was there. He was playing the song as you guys were walking down the street, uh, which was graciously provided by our good friend Spencer out of game. He did did write a song for us for that episode. Oh my God, great. Spencer's amazing. Yeah. Spencer's great. Um, but, uh, yeah, you caught up with Grug and all is good in his world, except for, you know, the end of the world. That yeah, we're all dealing imminent. with that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everybody, yeah. I mean, just in the moment, everything was doing good. okay. Good. Yeah. Uh, Flint was asked to leave the establishment pretty quickly because he walked in Winnie the Pooh style. Oh, so he was wearing a shirt, but did. no pants. So <laughs> yeah, he got kicked out pretty quick. So after the haunted house, you just put a shirt on. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> bother. Oh, bother. Indeed. Okay, well, I mean, it's nice that you're so comfortable with yourself now, when before you weren't. So a lot of character growth for him. Yeah, it really is. It's maybe you've overcorrected, but it's still it's nice. Well, you got to steer into the skid, right? Yeah. 
Uh, well, that's good. It sounds like everybody had a great night, and you now find yourselves waking up uh, in the morning in your own rooms. I mean, you may be alone. I'll leave that up to you. Uh, what What's everybody doing? Let's start with uh, Let's start with Thea. Uh, well, Thea, you know, goes through her morning routine. She splashes her face with some water, and it's all like dewy and beautiful and shit naturally, like an elf is. And she braids her hair into a, a beautiful, big, long plate, and um, and gets dressed because she sleeps nude. As you're as you're getting dressed, you find a a note that you may have left to yourself that says, "Meet the group for breakfast at the yawning port." Thea picks it up and looks at it, and she goes, "Thanks, slightly drunk past self," and I and I tuck it into my pocket because I got dressed. And I go out the room with a little pep in my step. You know, after a good night of just frivolity. I like it. Heading off on her way, she probably woke up a little late as far as as timeline goes. Uh, When does Flint wake up and what does he do? Uh, Flint woke up real early. Because, you know, he he had a few uh, drinks before he got kicked out of the young portal. But he went to bed pretty quick. Once he was out of there, and then he got up. I'm sorry. How, sorry. How long were you in there, Winnie the Pooh style, <laughs> to get drinks before they noticed you? Oh, no. The drinks were just on the bar, and he just picked them up and started drinking them. Okay. So he knew it was, them. they were going to kick him out right away. Like, the security was walking over, and he was just grabbing people's drinks. Oh, okay. Fair yeah. enough. Wow. I'm impressed. And uh, yeah, so he got to bed pretty quickly after that. Uh, he woke up real early because it takes a long time to get his beard looking as good as it normally needs to look. So it's a lot of oil and combs and brushes and various things. So that was pretty much his entire morning, was just beard maintenance. Wow. Interesting. We're learning a lot about Flint, I think. And as you as you were escorted or left or thrown out of the yawning port. I don't know how close they got to you. Um, <laughs> with sticks. Out! <laughs> you remember hearing uh, someone yell, meet us here in the morning, but put pants on! He's put pants on. Yeah. <laughs> Long pause. Ugh. Fine, whatever. <sighs> and as you head out on your way to start your day, uh, give me uh, two, two good old D20 rolls there. Two of them? Two of them. Okay. Two of them. Uh, the first one is a 12, and the other one is a 10. All right. Are there bonuses? Negative. Okay. <laughs> there are no bonuses in life. Good. Yep, you head out on your way to the awning portal. New Laura! Mm-hmm. And Donnie. Mm-hmm. Time do you wake up, and what are you doing? Uh, I think we probably get up pretty early. I think I'm kind of a, you know, sunrise riser kind of person. So... We, I would imagine, like, head out for a walk around the city. Donnie wants to, like, you know, I'm I'm taking Donnie for a walk, essentially. He's got to, like, spread his wings. He didn't have a great time. You know, the yawning portal. This isn't, like, it's not really his scene. So, yeah, we get up early, take in the fresh air. There's not really that much fresh air, especially with the city totally, like, overrun with refugees and, you know, the streets packed and the remnants of the uh, Harvest Festival littering the streets. But we still we still do our normal morning thing of taking a walk around. I assume you two were given the direction of where to meet in the morning. Yes. Yes, I assume so. 
So you go about your, your morning, and when you think it's about appropriate to go get yourself some breakfast, you begin heading towards the Yawning Portal Inn. Um, and you're a good ways away, because you had, you had wandered, you know, just trying to see what the, the, the crowds were doing. And there are a lot, like as you described, there are a lot of people packed into the streets when normally um, your time in Waterdeep it wouldn't wouldn't quite be as such. Um, and as you're you're entering back into the district, uh, you hear from behind you a a man shouting, "No, my cabbage!" And as you turn, you see a large, big white furry buffalo chewing up a a man's like a vendor's cabbages. Um, and you see four young, they look like adventurers, trying to push the beast off of the cabbages as the vendor's screaming at them, Stop it! What are you doing? Get it! Get your goddamn stupid buffalo away! I can't come up with a word for... But I do like all the mouth yeah. noises he made. He's very furious. Right? There was a lot of, like, you can tell he's very mad. Yeah. yeah when you're so mad you can't even say anything, you're just sputtering and making meth sounds. Um, and these four young adventurers, they seem like they're having a difficult time getting this buffalo away from the delicious cabbage. delicious cabbages, sure. Um, well, I'm going to, I guess, go try and help. Does it have any kind of, like, must have a rope around its neck? Is It's it's there. It does. It's their giant buffalo, I assume. It would appear on first glance that it's probably their buffalo. Okay. Um, it does have a harness-type like rope okay. tied around its head. Sure. As you get closer, you start hearing them kind of talking to the, the buffalo, and they're like, come on, Scruffy, just get off of this. Jeez. <laughs> uh, so I go over and say, like, hey, you guys, can I can I help? Um... I, I don't I don't know I think I think I don't know I think we're fine and the vendor's like no get get the buffalo away from here if you can help please are all four of them like pulling on the rope or a couple pushing a couple are trying to push it from one side while one's a couple are reefing on the rope okay uh I am going to reach into my pocket where I have a sugar cube because sometimes I give them to Donnie. See, he's got a little bit of a sweet tooth, and I kind of hold it out in front of the buffalo to see if I can entice it away from the cabbages with something sweet. Buffalo roll? Do you need me to do a buffalo? Animal handling is probably what you want. I am good at that. Uh, So that is a 21. I'm pretty good at animal handling, guys. (laughs) This buffalo is mid-chomp into this huge head of cabbage. And the, the shop owner is, like, pulling what hair he has left out. Um, and it looks up and smells the sugar cube and begins to move towards your hand. Perfect. So I kind of, like, I'm holding my hand out and I kind of am, like, you know, backing away so that it's leading kind of away from the cabbages. And then whoever the closest adventurer is, I kind of, like, beckon with my other hand and hand off the uh, sugar cube to them so that they can keep leading it away. One of the, the young the young men, they, they look at you and they say, thank you, thank you, sorry. I, and then they look at the shop owner and they're like, I'm, I'm sorry. And he's like, get out of here and get your cabbages somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, guys, it's not the best place to have a buffalo. I mean, I guess you're <laughs> here. I, Were you here I for know. the Harvest Festival? Or I mean, you... 
Maybe a couple of you yeah. could have waited outside the city with it. You know, it's a big animal. We yeah, we know we were bringing in an order of, of some some lumber and stuff to try and build some makeshift houses. Um, but yeah, he got he got kind of hungry, and uh, we we didn't have anything on us. We hadn't got paid yet, so he, he gets he likes the cabbages. Okay. Okay. Well, hold hold on a minute. So I go back to the vendor and I I buy a few cabbages. I guess quite a few. It's a buffalo. They're really big. And he's got a taste for cabbage. So I grab like an armful of cabbages and I come back and give them to the to the other adventurers and are like, here. Sorry, you haven't gotten paid yet. It's kind of you know, <laughs> the whole world's falling apart. What can I say? And I give them a couple extra sugar cubes, too, so that they can... In case this happens again, despite the cabbages I have given <laughs> to them for, for the buffalo. They, they, th- thank you. Thank you so much. Um, we, we don't have anything to, to give you. Um, just if, if, if you ever need somebody to pull something for you, we can help. Awesome. Thank you. I will keep that in mind. My name's New Lara. You guys have a good day. They kind of look at each other. You, you are. Oh, okay. Thank, thank you. You, 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 you. They start to stammer over their <laughs> words, and you, you, you be, you be safe. You be safe. You guys and too. Thank, thank you. And they kind of pull in. Come on, Scruffy. Let's, let's go. And they hurry off down the street, looking back over their shoulder. They look a little awestruck that they just met you. Um, and you. Continue on your way. Heading toward that yawning portal. Thea. Yeah. You head out into the street. You're not far from the yawning portal. You're in an area where there usually isn't hardly any people. It's kind of where the royalty live. And it's packed. You're trying to weave your way through the street to get down to the to the inn. Um, and you see a couple kids zip by. One's screaming at the other. A girl is chasing after a boy who you're uncertain what is happening, but she's saying, give it back, give it back. And he's yelling, I'm going to destroy your toy. I don't care what you tell mom. And he's got this doll and he looks like he's trying to like tear its head off of its body as this girl is just crying. She's in tears at what she's doing. And they're chasing each other through the streets. Um, I watch them for a moment and I continue walking until I've positioned myself in the path where they'll have to run in front of me and I put my leg out and I trip the boy. (laughs) Uh... But before he hits the ground, I reach forward and I grab his arm. So he he doesn't face plant, you know, like I'm not looking to like break a kid's tooth. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's not paying attention to anything else around him and he goes like ass over tea kettle. He's gonna hit face first and you catch him and he looks up at you spooked and scared. What happened? Oh, you you almost fell on the ground after tripping over my foot. What's making you run so fast, little man? He's trying to destroy my things, my toy. (gasps) A little girl runs up behind him. What are your names? Uh, my name's Abigail. And my name's uh, I- Ivar. Ivar, Abigail. My name is Thea. You guys seem to have a problem here. Yeah, he won't give my toy back. Why won't you give her her toy back? 
Because she's a little snitch. <gasps> uh -oh. Tells on me all the time. Ooh, girl, snitches get stitches. I take the <laughs> I take the toy from <laughs> I take the toy from Ivar. I say, could I could I see it? I guess he he re seemingly reluctantly hands it over to you. All right. Now, is there a specific event that you're angry that Abigail ratted you out on? I mean, she, she told my parents that I was out past curfew at the Harvest Festival. How so old are these kids? I don't know. He's maybe 12. She's probably like seven or eight. Okay. Ah, oh, out at the Harvest Festival, huh? Did you see anything good? Oh, there was some good music and... And there was this haunted house. I wanted to go in there, but I got a little scared. Yeah, no, you know what? It was crap anyway. Abigail, why'd you tell on your brother? He's not supposed to go out. There's too many people. He'll get in trouble. He'll get hurt. Oh, it sounds like your sister's really worried about you, Ivar. Yeah, I guess. Hmm. You know what? I don't have any brothers or sisters. And... If I did, I I hope that I'd have one that would care about me as much as your sister cares about you. Okay. Yeah. What do you say we give her her toy back? And Abigail, what if you let your brother have a little bit of independence and learn some lessons on the fly through making mistakes instead of running to mom and dad every time he does something wrong? Hey, as long as he stops destroying my things. I think he will. You, both of them look up at you. She's kind of expectantly, because you're holding her toy, and him like, shit. <laughs> I give her back the toy, and I say, listen, you don't become a decimator of dragons by snitching or breaking the rules your parents give you. When you say decimator of dragons, <laughs> they, they kind of look at each other. He's like, I heard a song about the decimator of dragons. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Okay, you okay. guys, run along. Thank you. Stay out of trouble. Thank you. She's crying into her toy <laughs> as she runs off. <laughs> Continue on your way to and make it to the front door of the yawning portal. Flint, on your way, nothing so nefarious happens to you. Um, you're... <laughs> it's children stealing each other's toys. Right. Oh. And a, and a gentle a white buffalo. Various all over here. <laughs> Cabbage stealing buffaloes. <laughs> Thief. Uh, you uh, you make your way to the yawning portal, and again you are weaving through like people sleeping in the streets and passing by and waking up because it's earlier in the day. And uh, you get about halfway or three quarters of the way there, and you feel something brush up against your leg. I take a look to see what is uh, hitting my leg. You look down and you see a cat kind of weaving itself between your legs. Like Looking in a friendly it. way? Yeah. Alright, I give him a little scratch between the ears. It purrs and it um, nuzzles up against you. Where'd you come from there, friend? As you're petting it, you notice that it's it's pretty thin. Like, it's been perhaps on the streets for quite a while. Mm. Do I uh, have any food with me? You should have some rations on you, yeah. yeah. See, I wonder how much Flint likes cats. He kicks it and he's like, ah, get out of here. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. This is what character development, this is what we find out. 
Uh, so yeah, I, I take a look in my uh, knapsack and I find some suitable rations to break off for this little cat. And I kneel down and start handing it some food. It, uh, how, how big are the pieces that you're handing it? Oh, they're it's small. I've crumbled them up in my hand, so it can just kind of go to town all at once. It looks a little nervous before it begins to take a couple pieces um, and chew them, looking up at you, and then it eats quite readily out of your hand. And then a loud noise happens as a, as a group of uh, vendors behind you are throwing boxes around, and, and it scurries off down an alleyway. Well, uh, I guess I'll see you next time. You stand up and begin walking down towards the awning portal, and as you push the door open, Bork takes over. I'm not wearing any underwear. And as you step in and announce this to the open room, <laughs> Thea, Nulara, Flamikins, and Thaddeus are sitting staring at you, and Flamikins is like, Oh, again? Hmm, well, you weren't wearing it last night either. Ah, well, at least he's wearing pants. That's, uh, I guess that's an improvement, right? I mean, he didn't announce it last night, but that's fine. Well, I don't think he had to announce it, Flamikins. It was pretty obvious. <laughs> to everyone. Touche! <laughs> no, no touche. No, oh. no touching. Oh. Uh, Flynn, come and sit down and make Flamikins stop talking. Uh, all right, all right. So I hustle over there and pull up a chair. Guys, I just found out today I might make a great mother someday. Oh. Okay. What, what happened? What'd you do? Oh, stopped a little squabble between some siblings. You know, laid down some sweet life lessons and changed some lives. Wow. You had me some sweet life lessons last night, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Is it the lesson of, like, consensual touching and personal space? That's a good lesson. That's a very yeah. good lesson. Out of game, that is a great lesson. Great lesson. Great lesson. Yeah. Yeah. It was that lesson. It wasn't that lesson, was it? No. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, so, um, I brought you all here today to tell you. Mm-hmm. Wait, did I bring you, you all you here today? You brought us here? I, I'm waiting to see how this plays out. I'm, I just really want to hear what, why'd you bring us here, Flamykins? Yeah, why we were gathered. I just had a note on my bedside table from myself. Yeah, I told you to write that note. Obviously, mm -hmm. um, I brought you all here today to tell you that that I uh, I am breaking up the band. What? I'm. I have to. I I have been recruited by the higher ups in the airship squadrons to uh, to to lead a a group yeah. into battle. Is this true, Flamykins? That doesn't sound right. Did you? Um, well, I mean, okay. Here's did the you thing. get a job on an airship, but you have to stay, like, in the bottom so no one can see or talk to you? I I mean, I, I got a job on an airship. Okay. okay. Congratulations. I don't have to stay in the bottom. Okay, but I'm not leading them. I mean, sooner or later, they'll see my leadership right. qualities, and they'll, mm. uh, you know, move me up through the ranks. But uh, right now, right. I'm... Kareem always rises to the top. Absolutely. You know, you know what? You just got to... Like it, it, it just. I'm just. Ha I'm happy that you got a job, um, and I'm. I'm also happy that you're not the one leading some people into battle. Just because I think that like your skills are just. 
you know what? Sometimes the leaders have to deal with so much red tape, and you're just like a get it done kind of person. I am, aren't I? You are. So yeah. Yeah. I lift my too. orange juice. What do you drink right. in the morning? What? My orange juice. I was lifting like yeah, whatever milk. glass I have in front of me. Yeah. Milk? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Milk? Yeah, I lift my milk and I say. Sure, there's coffee? Yeah. Dernan, give me some coffee. She doesn't know what to drink. <laughs> no, I was li- I was trying to make a toast. I was going to say to Flamykins. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Whatever. When Flamykins. <laughs> Flamykins, when does your when's your new job start? Ah, uh, yesterday. Why are you still here? Oh. I don't know. I mean, there was a party going on. Yeah. I figured I did one last. Do you think they may have left without you? No, the airships are still out there. Okay. She looks out the window again and she's like, "Yeah, no, they're still out there. I'm still good." Well, we'll miss you. Well, I mean, I'm. T- I'll miss you guys too. I'm sure I'll see you. You know, around. Yes, it's been good. Thanks for getting me back from from the forest. Not gonna be the same without you. It's not, Flamykins. We're gonna we're gonna miss you. I'm glad you're gonna be back on a ship, though. It seems like that's kind of where you're meant to be. I've been ah yeah. I've been missing the open. The open seas. I mean, I don't really get the open seas, but it's kind of up in the air, which is a really cool thing. I mean, aesthetically, it's similar to the ship you were yeah. on in the open seas, so that's something, right? Sure. Still yep. the same kind of the creaking noise and then the rocking. A lot of familiarity. Sick. It's air sick instead of seasick. I'm, I'm sure it'll be back to back in my 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 air legs in no time. Well, hello there. I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. Thank you for joining us for episode 62 of Dungeons & Dragons, Parting Ways. Another way you can support us and the show is by joining our amazing community over on Patreon, patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, where for a small monthly pledge, you can have access to an amazing community of people, as well as get access to a whole bunch of amazing perks and rewards, like monthly bonus episodes, which, as this is released, a new episode of our Lunacorp Fate Core game is scheduled to drop tomorrow, so if you want to get in on that, go check it out. You'll also have access to DM notes, Goog Hangs, and we're in the midst of sorting out how we want our 2019 to look, talking about adding some new super cool stuff once we get through this holiday season. Check out all the details at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. You can also support the show by just sharing a link to your favorite episode, or just the show in general, to social media. Talk to your friends and family about us, or write a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever else you can write reviews. Every little bit helps us get in front of more people who will hopefully love the show as much as you do. And if you write a review, we'll read it right here. That's what we'll do. All of our social media links and more about us and the show can be found at dumbdragons.com, including where you can find the latest in Dungeons & Dragons merchandise in our Tee Public and Redbubble stores. And right now, you can get 30% off in our Tee Public store. And you can find all of our amazing show merch, but also a ton of great D&D designs that are awesome for outfitting your wardrobe. So go check out the website and join, follow, or like where you can today. And a big thanks to Sirenscape for some of the amazing atmosphere. Go visit their website, sirenscape.com, to bring your games to life. Links for everything mentioned today can be found in the description. And the next episode, it'll be out next week, Wednesday, November 21st. But in the meantime, let's join our friends back in the Yawning Portal in You Have a Great Week, and we will talk soon. I hope so. We were like literally just on an airship. And you did fantastic.
Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, you guys you guys did pretty good, too, but not enough to be recruited by the squadron. Fair uh, point. Yeah. Yep. Thaddeus says, too, he's like, <clears throat> uh, well, if we're, <laughs> if we're breaking up the band, um, part of the battle against Tiamat, I've been asked to join the Arcane Brotherhood's front, and I believe, unless you guys feel you need extra support, which, I mean, you guys, you, you, you've been, you've, you've come a long way since, uh, since Grants has started telling me about you. Uh, you've only died once since I've been around, so that's a bonus. Well, it may have been because you've been around Thaddeus, but... Yeah, just know that when it comes to the, 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 the final battle, um, we will be there providing support to you and to everybody else. What about uh, what about you and the airships, Flamikin? Are you guys gonna be there too? I I'm pretty sure there was some some talk about you know arranging how we're gonna do this final attack here, and uh, they just they seem to be waiting on something. Well, they're waiting for you is. to step up and join their fleet. I did. Now they're not gonna wait anymore. I'm going to run a fleet of a thousand ships. Were they waiting for you to leave the room to continue talking about the plan? I don't know. <laughs> Just curious. What are you saying, Thea? You say people lips don't sink ships. Saying people don't like to tell me secrets. Uh, while they're having this conversation, I'm gonna like have an aside with Thaddeus if I can. Yeah, for sure. And say, Thaddeus, I really hope that that you know that I didn't mean it when I stabbed you in the chest I healed you right after and I I just I know that it's the dagger you know that right I hope that's not why you're leaving us you hear in your head oh come on you kind of meant it a little bit and Thaddeus is like I I understand I have been and will continue to do some research and find whose dagger it is or what they are responsible to. I, I hope you figure it out soon, because putting that on the battlefield might be a a detriment. I know you're right. But it could be so much fun. I will still be there on the battlefield with with you. And together, we should watch out for that. If you're not able to get rid of it, before or deal with it in a way that seems beneficial to your cause. Yeah, I'm gonna try and get rid of it. I just I don't want it to make me hurt anybody if I if I do. You are strong, Nilar. You can fight it. So you're telling me that I am the reason that people don't tell other people's secrets? No, no, no. That's not what I said. You misunderstood me. What I said was Sometimes and when you I want to have an aside with Thaddeus as well. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. I, I lean over and I kind of put my hand uh, next to my mouth so that like everybody can't really see what I'm saying to him. And then I remember that I have beard oil all in my beard and everywhere on my hand. <laughs> which, if anyone's ever put beard oil in their beard before then touched their beard, you know exactly what I'm talking about. How would Bort respond to the fact that Flint has so much beard oil in it? Like, just oh, he finds it. He's like, what the fuck is on my hand? <laughs> um, but he says, to uh, speaking of, I, I overheard 
your guys' conversation. And speaking of getting rid of things, how do I how do I get out of this guy's head? Pardon, pardon, pardon me? Oh, do, you, do you not know? I'm... Okay, okay. So, a while back... Uh, okay, long story short, there's two of us in this dude's brain. Uh, my name's Fort. Uh, Dragonborn from a different planet. And uh, I want to get the fuck out of here. How do I get out of here? Um... I mean, we were told a list of, like, items to get at one point, but yeah. do you have any, like, do you have any leads on that? Um, no. What? Okay. Well, pleasure to if meet you, like, Bort. Hey, if you're joining this arcane brotherhood, yeah. like, yeah. you must know a thing or two. So, like, how would you approach the problem of two souls in one body? Um, well, um, they must be separated, obviously. No doy. Um, anytime a soul has has possessed or become part of another being, um, it's a it's a brutal and painful process in the ritual that ensues. I mean, I got my head chopped off at one point, which was mm. pretty brutal and pretty painful. So I'm up for it. Okay, okay. Um, so the thing is, though, unless you have been given a way to separate the souls and, you know, put them in a, in a vessel appropriate for a soul, one of them is gone. Mm -hmm. I mean, at this rate, I would even accept being gone just to be free of this prison. Okay. Okay. Um, I can look into that more for you. Good, good Bort. Nice to meet you. I would uh, appreciate that greatly. And he he totally believes that this is this is not Flint pulling a fast one on him. So that's good. And I'm uh, I'm sorry to hear that uh, that this has this has happened. Tom, roll a d20. That is a one. Huh? No, you're still bored. Okay. Oh. Yep. I'm sorry to hear that this has happened to you, boy. It's all good, man. Just, uh, if you could speed along, if you'd ex expedite that uh, process, that information for me, that would be, uh, that would be aces. I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it. And I will look, look into separating souls. This is, this is a new, new one that for, for me specifically. Um, okay. Yeah. This has been a good, insightful breakfast. Oh boy. Does he say that a little loudly? <laughs> He is like, I mean, he no one is it. supposed to know about the underwear that I gave to him, okay? What? What? Well, that, now we all know. You're giving people shut, underwear, shut. too? No, this was part of a... Oh. That's what I'm they were like fighting continuing. about. Oh, that was that a was secret that I told oh. her that... I, I missed that part. <laughs> I'm, I'm having three fucking conversations here. Get it together. <laughs> you leveled up and everything. Yeah, come on. level 13 My, DM, come on. Yeah. Okay, you guys continue finishing up your breakfast. Dernan brings you a full round. It's a full English, as they say. Oh, big fry up. Yep, it's very good. And then Flamekin stands up, which looks like she's much lower than she was before. <laughs> Pulls herself up onto the chair and says, Well, I think I'm off. Been a pleasure, folks. I'll, I'll see you on the, on the battlefield when we will ride to justice and dawn and all the things that they say. Stay safe, Flamekins. Yeah. Work on that uh, battle cry for the actual battle. I look forward to hearing it. 
Yeah, probably if you, if you're going to be leading leading those ships, Flamekins is probably a good idea. Right. How would how did that one go that you said, Flint? I'm not wearing underwear. I'm not wearing <laughs> underwear. Yeah. It throws your enemies off. Trust me. It's got a good ring to it. I like it. All right. Um, and she leaps across the table and gives each of you a big hug. I, I, I slip a condom in her pocket because I'm worried about her safety. Make a stealth roll. 20. Oh. Not 20. Yep. Wow. <laughs> Slip. And Amazing. everybody else, or at least Thaddeus, stands up at this point and he says, uh, well, um, we still have these grungs, but these grungs will have to wait till after the battle, I believe. And if hopefully we- you can join me at that point. If we don't defeat Tiamat, the Grungs aren't really going to have much of a home to go to anyway. That's true. I run over and I give him a big hug. Yeah, big hug. He Does he look uncomfortable? I mean, he, he kind of he has the, the old old man who's not used to physical touches. He's like, mm. face. And then he reciprocates it. A nice warm hug. Uh, I imagine that he has to be a good hugger. It's, it is a... It is at least an 18. Hug. Oh, wow. that's a good hug. It's a pretty Great good hug. hug. That's a, good that's hug. a really good hug. Yep. I give him like one of those forearm handshakes, you know, where you like grab the inside mm-hmm. of the yeah. forearm. Yeah. To check for weapons? One of those. To check for weapons. <laughs> no, just yeah. to shake his hand. That's you find just how a, shake hands. You find there's a Glock 45. Uh, wow. Oh, that's a surprise. <laughs> it's an interesting place to keep it, too. Yeah. Right? Uh, I approach him with my hands like uh, real up in the air, almost like I'm unarmed. But uh, also, he, I am going in for a hug. But he gives you the finger guns. <laughs> That's fair. And he's like, ah, ah. That's fair. And then he gives you a hug. And then you hear in your head, Nulara, come on, just one more, just, just, just in, in the no. Okay, maybe not today. It's just a sentimental moment. I get it. Oh, that swell. I'm glad the dagger's reasonable. Well, somewhat, somewhat reasonable. I mean, he reads the room, so yeah. that's all you can ask for. Um, and Thaddeus and Flamikins head out of the yawning portal in. Oh, freeze frame, silhouetted against a bright day, oh. a tall Thaddeus, a tiny Flamikins, yeah. leaving the yawning portal. Huh. Super sweet. <laughs> Music in today's episode was by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. Oh, I'm the yawning portal over here. Thank you. Here. <laughs> Looks at you with a, with a great I mean, story. I, I, mean, it's New York. I, know, so. I mean, in it, real life, whenever I see a cat, I literally yeah. meow at it, so it's not so crazy he would talk to it. Meow. I'm literally no, like, I'm, hey, meow, 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 meow. <laughs> Yeah, to every know. random cat I see on the street, so yeah, no, that's you weird. are not saying hateful things. I'm not saying life. that's not weird. Just saying it's not weird that Flint would talk to a cat that approached him. It is. It is done. Exactly. It is done. Exactly. Is that the voice? I don't remember. I think it was it's the voice like now. <laughs> really, I thought it was much more silky. Oh uh, no, he's he's pretty creepy now. He's been smoking <laughs> yeah, this yeah. whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He had Just fun like party two packs of Marlboro's a day. Like, it's where he's at. Yeah. It's true. You know what a good game is for two people? Magic the Gathering. Mm. I was oh, going to really? say sex. 
I, that's what I was that's thinking too, Amy. I was like, that too. Depending that too. on the two people, I mean, for a married couple, certainly. Sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, yep. it, but you know what? Yep. I don't think you can play both those games in the same night. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Because magic takes a long time to play. <laughs> yep, that's why. Yeah. Yep, that's that's exactly. Yep, that's it. That's, you nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Are we recording? Yeah. 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 Oh, should go into the bloopers. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. If you love actual plays D&D, Hades, or Greek mythology and improv, be sure to check out Rogue Runners Volume 1 in the Blood to follow the adventures of Alexander the Great, King of Macedon, and Drunk Paladin. Oh, sorry. I guess now I'm Alexander the Grump. Rolf, part-time sorcerer, full-time boomer. Is it a sex thing? It was a sex thing! Arete, stealthy rogue and even thirstier mobster. Mm, have you bathed and brought to my tent? And Annie, legendary bard and chocolate milk fanatic. Together, these four wretched shades will battle their way out of hell for another chance at life, with a little help and hindrance from gods and monsters alike. Word of advice when you're opening up these things, you're supposed to say, Olympus, I accept this message, in some really serious voice. Take your place among the living again. Your tactics are adept, if too elegant for my tastes. My dear, saying no is never a crime. (laughs) You hit like a philistine. You're not getting out of here alive, wretches. A pinky promise? A double pinky promise. When you die, you'll have to tell me all about it. Rogue Runners, an actual play audio drama made during the pandemic, all while maintaining proper social distancing. And I'll follow at a six-foot distance. How about a five-foot distance for D&D purposes? Sure. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 